Welcome to the Good Steward Podcast, the podcast for Christians in Canada who desire to be good stewards of that which God has entrusted to them. Join us as we discuss topics and answer questions through the lens of Scripture, always keeping in mind our treasure is not of things below, but lies in store for us in heaven. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. Thank you for tuning in for this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. This episode is a continuation of the discussion Craig and I have been having about biblically responsible investing, or BRI. This is the final of what ended up being four total episodes about BRI. This episode picks up with me bringing attention to a quote in the Altum Report. That is the report we were discussing at the end of the last episode, So if you go back to the last episode and you listen to the last few minutes, that should get you up to speed on the Altum Report. Otherwise, you can pick up, and I think it'll be self-explanatory as well. It is a bit of a change of subject from performance of BRI to now some of the difference between BRI and SRI. Anyways, as you are listening, please remember nothing in the episode is to be taken as or construed as investment advice. At the time of this episode being released, I am an Associate Portfolio Manager at Virtuous Investing of Huxton Black Limited. Huxton Black Limited is registered as a Portfolio Manager and Exempt Market Dealer in Ontario, British Columbia, and Alberta. The Ontario Securities Commission is the principal regulator of Huxton Black Limited. Once again, I have to include that as I am registered, however... Uh, well, I guess it's not however. Um, yeah, that's that's part of being transparent. But the purpose of this podcast, the Good Steward podcast, and the faithandfinance.ca website is to provide information for Christians in Canada who strive to live their life as good stewards. It's not meant just to be this marketing ploy. Uh, so anyways, but that being what it is, there you have it. And now let's get on with the episode. There is a quote in here. I'm just going to scroll through and find here a minute because I think it nexuses into one other thing which I said we would discuss, and that was socially responsible investing or biblically responsible investing and some of the differences there. Right. So I think their example here illustrates it well. So I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read it as a quote. Um, It is undeniable that socially responsible investment is increasingly present in the world of finance and has come to stay. The preservation of the environment, the reduction of toxic emissions, and the preservation of the dignity of workers are very positive criteria and initiatives when making investment decisions. In fact, Christian anthropology has presented these approaches since its beginnings. For the Christian investor, however, the current approach of socially responsible investment may not be sufficient. For instance, there are real cases in which a company has a powerful policy to reduce its toxic emissions, impeccable treatment of its stakeholders, and an irreproachable history of corruption. At first glance, this company would be perfectly investable. However, would the approach change if this company used human embryos in its R&D department? What if, through its philanthropic activity, this company were funding lobbies that openly support abortion? 
would it be consistent with the teaching profession to invest in that company? And I'll end the quote there. So that I think is a good example of the difference where socially responsible investing is concerned primarily with those things. Right. Biblically responsible investing is concerned with other things which aren't on the radar right. of socially responsible. So investing. SRI doesn't cut it. Correct. Yeah. And that's, I guess, I'll qualify that and say that's my opinion. Yeah. That's my uh, opinion. Um, part of my due diligence and my occupation is to do due diligence, right. right? Right. And so in my journey, I guess in my uh, vocation, that was what I found mm-hmm. as well. There is historically in Canada, there was a, a fund company which actually had Mennonite origins that adhered to some of these BRI mandates. That was their origin. Oh. Um, they were acquired by a larger company at some point through a merger or acquisition, something there. And now, unfortunately, some of those things have been lost. Okay. Um, especially in the areas of abortion, mm. um, mm-hmm. you know, weapons and such, screening out, you know, certain weapons or this or that. Like, that's there. Lots of funds do that. Yeah. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, there's certain Christian things where when I would sit down with a representative from uh, some SRI companies, and I think I did with every SRI company, fund company at the time in Canada, and I would put them on the hot seat and say, what about this issue, which biblically speaking, no part of, right? that that actually can be viewed as a positive thing from an SRI perspective. Mm-hmm. So I don't think SRI is the answer. Right. Is it maybe slightly better than... Just buying the market norm, right. yeah. Maybe, but you could argue, also argue that well, maybe not. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, we'll just leave it at that and say okay. I think there's a difference, and that's why BRI is a place. Yeah. Whew. Made it through. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know I have one thing up there yet. BRI in Canada that's on the outline, and I guess maybe it's uh, appropriate. In light of all of this, which according to the time is, eh, it's likely to be, well, at least three episodes. Yeah. Um, which we can address because what what my suspicion is, is that listeners would be listening to this and going, okay, now you point out all of this mm-hmm. and you say there's a solution. Yeah. But how do we get that? Right. Um, and this is where, quite frankly, I get a little bit uncomfortable Mm -hmm. because I don't want this to be like Tetzel back in the day where, you know, you know, when uh, he was basically, and there was times where there's times throughout history where the nominal church world, somebody will use scripture to try to lay it upon the conscience of Christians for the purpose of gaining wealth. Yeah. I say that because I want to push back on that and say mm-hmm. that's not my purpose here right? at all. But as part of what is available in Canada, really at this point, I believe what's available is only what we're doing. Okay. So if... So it's an area of new growth, new development in Canada. This hasn't really... 
Correct. Gone many other places in Canada. Yeah, in the U.S., there's um, companies such as Inspire Investing, Timothy Plan, Eventide Funds. Um, there's a few others as well. There's a forum, Christian Investment Forum. There's a few podcasts that directly are about this. There's certainly more developments that have taken place there. Mm-hmm. Larger market, et cetera, et cetera. Um, it really hasn't trickled here to Canada. Um, we, myself, I, in developing this, reached out to Inspire Investing and um, basically licensed some of their research methodology and all of these things. And we built an index um, which has that screening applied in Canada. Um, But anyways, so right now, as far as I can find, um, Virtuous Investing of Huxton Black, which is my practice yep. is the only one I've found that's focused on this. Okay. Um, we do hope to sometime in 2020 bring a product or a series of products to the market that are accessible by investors themselves mm. or through other advisors mm-hmm. so that, you know, they can be working with a solid Christian financial planner who then can access these things for them. Um, Because, let's face it, even if uh, everybody in this, every Christian in Canada who wanted this, I couldn't actually deal with all of them. (laughs) (laughs) So so there has to be a product or something there. That uh, can help people out. So we're looking at doing that. So, you know, at some point, you know, we'll we'll let that through. Um, But I don't say that to say that, well, hey... You know, I grow my business off of this, but certainly if this is something that interests you, send an email through, even through the podcast and such, and and we can keep in the loop um, as things develop here in Canada. Um, I'm like ecstatic about the developments and such because this is a passion of mine. (laughs) But uh, anyways, we'll leave it at that. There is solutions in Canada presently. We have them. And we're rolling it or developing it so that it's accessible, even easier way. Cool. All right. Nice. What questions do you have, Craig? Questions do I have? Put me on the spot. <laughs> I'm still absorbing everything, I have to say. Uh, um, I guess related to BRI in Canada, uh, is this an area where you foresee growth? Are there lots of other um, people who do what you do who would be Do you believe that they're out there? Do you believe that? I mean, we're here out in Eastern Canada. Um, Is this something in the West as well? I think of my family out West and and Mm -hmm. they would be interested in something like this. Do you see opportunity for growth and more people wanting to do this in Canada? Yeah, I do. Um, I think it will, of course, by virtue of our population, it will always be smaller scale than the U.S. And that's fine. And in fact, I find that attractive because what I don't want, I actually want it to stay smaller because I don't want large companies who actually don't have a, you know, biblical desire for it that just see it as a business opportunity to try to jump on it. Right. That's not from a selfish business perspective. I think they would butcher it. Right. Um, So, but yes, I do. Um, so since I've been now writing about it and posting some about it, you know, this episode will likely air 
I don't know, February, March, whatever the case may be. Right. And we're recording it in November. Yeah. Um, but when it airs, you know, I've already now, since I've posted a few things and such, there's a significant number of advisors that have reached out to me okay. and expressed a, a desire and a sincere desire and interest in pursuing it. Hmm. Um, the issue that has come up, um, and this is, I guess, gets into some of my journey is that there's different registrations for advisors. Yeah. And so if an advisor is registered to be able to provide mutual funds, GICs, mm-hmm. for example, which is quite common, mm-hmm. then there is nothing on the market for right. them right okay. now. I've been unable to find any funds that actually sustain all the screening. Okay. So then what's the next best option? And that's usually what they've been trying to do through yeah. most of the time, socially responsible funds. Right. Yeah. Um, then you have advisors who can use individual stocks and such and who this then is interest, you know, they're interested by it, but it takes a lot of work. Mm-hmm. Like I've been working on this for a couple of years, developing it and, and really trying to make it feasible and realistically yeah. feasible yeah. in Canada. Um, and it's just, it takes a lot of work and yeah. finding the research and such. So there are certainly other advisors that have expressed that and that I think it will become available through them. Yeah. Um, the key then for me was being able to say, okay, now if I want this available for the people that I work with, right. as well as for other Christians throughout Canada and such, how do we make that happen? So I actually went and you know I got an additional designation so that I could register in a, uh, I'm just going to use the term associate portfolio manager capacity. Okay. Um, because then that allows you to work on building out product and this mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. outside of desiring to do that for other advisors and such. I wouldn't have done that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wasn't really that interested in technical analysis and right. you know trends and this and that, but yeah. But we got her done. Good. Nice. That's so, good to hear. Yeah. Like I'm familiar in Edmonton. There's the Christian Credit Union, right? Yep. yep. So, so yeah, I think, you know, there'd certainly be an interest. And there's a whole group of advisors in Canada and in the U.S., uh, Kingdom Advisors, mm-hmm. which, you know, have that, that focus. And certainly I, I hope that that then, you know, spreads. Good. That's good to hear. All right. So where do we even conclude after an hour and eight minutes of that? I guess... Uh, Look at the show notes. Maybe that would be the best thing is we'll put links to some of this information in the show notes so that you can take it, you can digest it. As listeners, you can, you know, even look up some companies. Uh, link to the blog post I wrote where it talks about peeling back the layers so you can follow that. And certainly, if you have questions, you can reach out to us as well. Um, so I guess without any further ado, thanks for coming on. Chris. Hey. Thanks and, for having uh, me. It's always fun. And uh, look forward to our next episodes. I'm not sure what the next episodes will be off the top of my head, but tune in anyways, because I'm sure they'll be worth listening to. Great. I'm looking forward to it. All right. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Good Steward Podcast. If you have a question you would like to have answered on the show, please email it to us at question at goodstewardpodcast.ca. 
Once again, that's question at goodstewardpodcast.ca. If you find the show edifying and informative, please take a minute to subscribe via your favorite podcast app. As well, please rate the show. This helps the show be found easier. Until next time, we wish you all the best.